All right, here we go. Um, it's crazy just how much things can change in a very short period of time and even just a few days as far as on a global scale, but also in my own life. Um, only just a few days ago, I was just arrived in Chile, in Santiago, and I just come off this massive bus ride and from Buenos Aires in the capital of Argentina. And I was in Santiago and I was looking around and it was quite was quite nice and things like that and as I left the airport and as I was getting closer and closer to my hostel I heard louder and louder noises and in my head I was like what's going on is it a big party is it a big fiesta what's happening I want to I want to go in I want to go in and dance and all this kind of stuff and then I realized and I completely forgot about it about the Santiago protests I'm not sure if you guys know anything about that it's actually all quite interesting um, definitely Google it and do, do some research on it. It's basically, in a nutshell, um, the government is quite corrupt and lots of the youth and the um, young adults and even uh, Chileans of all ages are rebelling against the government and they really disagree with their new policies that they're implementing and all this kind of thing. Anyways, I don't want to get political. But, um, and so these guys are responding by these massive, crazy protests. And I've never seen a protest so, I'm gonna use the word aggressive. It was really full on. I remember I was trying to get to my hostel and I was walking through these crowds of people and they had these um, masks on. And I'm used to being in these airports lately and everyone's wearing the surgical masks to cover their nose and mouth and things like that. These weren't those kind of masks. These were actual, like, proper gas, Call of Duty glass uh, masks that covered the eyes and the nose and the whole, the whole face. They looked like, like Tomb Raider. It was really kind of, it was really scary. I could, sometimes I couldn't even see their eyes and I was like, man, where am I? I am in a war zone. And um, it was because the police, the, the police are trying to keep the protests in one area and the protesters are throwing rocks at the police and things like that. And so in retaliation, the police are actually throwing gas grenades, um, tear gas grenades, sorry, into the, into the riots, into the people. And this has happened for so long now, so now all the protesters come prepared with these massive gas masks. Anyways, a whole different world. And silly me trying to be like a like a like a justice social rights journalist and try to get into the riot and see what was going on and everything like that. And I ended up getting tear gassed because I was the only one who didn't have a mask. So never I was I always try to um, not mistake um, courage for stupidity, but this was very much a stupidity act. <laughs> um, and so then so I got tear gassed. My eyes were burning. It felt like pepper spray that just won't go away. I've never had pepper spray before, but it was horrible. It was so bad. And as I'm trying to get out of the crowd, like cars were blowing off, there's fires, there's like lots of just chaos. Lots of chaos. And I haven't actually seen as much chaos in a long time. And this has no link to the coronavirus or anything else that's going around the world. This has no link to that. This is just a whole different kind of, um, uh, bowl game and so then after that I went to the hostel and I tried to get some sleep because I was up to um, Leave Santiago the next day and try to teach English in northern Chile, which is seven hours north 
Um, and so I fell asleep to the beautiful noises of. <laughs> you know, it was. I'm never gonna do those voice voice effects again. But I fell asleep to the nice sounds of car explosions, people chanting, and police sirens going off, ambulance sirens going off, and just just a big, big chaotic party. And then I woke up that next morning quite early, and I went to get to my bus to go teach English in. Northern Chile. And I remember it was around 6am, I've already been up for an hour, got ripped off by my taxi driver, and I was in the um, main station, bus station of Santiago in Chile. And my bus just came, and I said, okay, this is my bus, this is where I need to go. Um, and then I was staring at the bus for a solid two to f almost, I reckon, five minutes. And I was wondering, like, what am I doing? I'm about to go to, like, in the middle of nowhere, Chile. It will be quite remote, and everything that's going on in the world right now. Can I risk it? And moreover, should I risk it? And it's really interesting, because then, in just a click, in just a very impulsive switch of the mindset, for some reason, I just turned around, got into a taxi, and then got overcharged again, they ripped me off again, to um, take me to the International Airport of Santiago. And I really didn't intend, I really did not intend on coming back home. And when I was at the airport, I had to book my flight right then and there, which is something I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to go to the airport and book a flight and take me wherever it's gonna take me. I just didn't expect it, that doing that kind of act would take me home it'd be super expensive and things like that. But that's just how it works, that's just life. And um, something I was seeing in the airports and here, when we hear it on the news and everything like that, it's ev everything's so uncertain. Everyone's kind of um, losing, like we've lost so much control. I've lost so much control. I have to be in this, in this house for like two weeks straight with my parents, which who I love dearly I love dearly and I'm actually kind of excited to be able to do lots of creative stuff but it's still like it's a big deal and I feel like we lots of people have lost lots of control and it's not like I'm not saying it's like a government's fault that we're lacking freedom it's nothing like that we need to do this in order to prevent the virus continuing to spread but we look at Italy for an example and they're all they have to be on in their houses and things like that and it's they when we're kind of when we have, when we don't know what's happening and we have this uncertainty, we have this inward reflection and we have to try and think of things, of all the things that we need in order to survive. And it's always, we need this, we need this, I need this for my family, I need that. And all this kind of thing. And when we're stressed and when we're panicking and when there's unknown and uncertainty, we always have an inward response about what we need to do to take care of ourselves, which is completely understandable. But something I'm trying to learn and do more of is when things don't go to plan and when you're stressed and when you're panicky and the world is not making sense and nothing's going your direction, instead of having this inward reflection of a mirror, because you're looking at yourself, why don't we break that and turn the mirror into a window? Where instead of trying to grab everything for me, 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 and we, I need this and I need that, and trying to screw people over. Instead, why don't we try and actually 
And I know it sounds kind of um, hippie and poetic or whatever it may be, but the whole idea of coming together and being able to champion each other with, of course, respecting social distancing and everything like that because you don't want to continue the virus. But my whole point is that we definitely need to find ways of coming together. Whatever that may look like, I don't really know. It will be different for everyone. But I think with all this time that we have now, I think it's definitely worth um, sending those messages to people, let them know that you're thinking of them, helping out with your neighbour, whatever you might need, giving your neighbour a spare toilet paper roll. <laughs> for goodness sake, Australians, what is going on with toilet paper? I would have thought it would have been like canned tuna or something. But it's actually all around the world with this whole toilet paper crisis thing. <laughs> um, anyways, my whole point being is that find ways on, instead of making it an inward reflection of a mirror and seeing all the things that I need, why don't we break that and we turn it into a window and then we can kind of look out to people and champion other people. And I feel like that would go a lot further. And in time, if we all kind of did that, I think the world would be in a bit of a better place. Um, still, have your social di social distancing, do what you gotta do. Um, and yeah, and, and as far as like things that are going to play, like here I am, in, I'm recording this in my old room, in my old room where I used to grow up in, used to live out of when I would come back traveling, I would come back to this room and everything like that. But now this room is completely purple and has my mum's knitting everywhere and this is her new knitting room. And so I'm just in the guest bedroom and things like that. And things haven't gone to plan at all. I am meant to be in Chile right now, teaching English, drinking lots of good Chilean red wine and loving life, and here I am. And that's okay. All these excessive amount of flower curtains is really pretty. <laughs> what am I doing here? <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, so I just wanted to say, when we panic and when we feel like we don't have control, that's when we really try to amp up and grab hold of things and we're trying to hold on to this mirror, which we need a break in order to have a window where we can champion people on, give people the credit they deserve, come alongside people and do what we can to help out in our local community or even send those Facebook messages to people that were needing a bit of support in places like Italy and um, France and things like that. But yeah, so overall I just hit record and I just kind of thought whatever comes to mind I'll just spit out. I promise for the next podcast there'll be a bit more better planned. And I'm thinking about talking about different things like minimalism and my some of my values with traveling on a budget, volunteering abroad, some of my travel stories maybe, and lots of different things I think I can uh, bore you guys with my words. <laughs> but if there is anything, please let me know, send me a message, and I would love to be able to try and make it happen. I don't know, I'm very new to this whole podcast thing. Um, I feel like a bit of like a loner right now as I speak into this camera. In into this microphone! Sorry, am I vlogging? What a weirdo. Anyways, guys, thank you for listening, and I'll be loving to making more podcasts soon. Thanks again. Bye.